I was not well. I was not treating myself well. I was not treating my body well. I was not well emotionally or mentally. All I could think about was that goal, right? Don't gain weight, lose this weight, get thinner, thinner, thinner. Rather than trying to really push ourselves and force ourselves into a certain body, a certain physical ability in terms of exercise, athletics, but also body shape, our diet, all of these things that we often want to force and which we will always do best with that which comes to us more naturally, which can be hard to establish, yet not impossible. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Women Waken, a holistic guide to wellness and abundant self-love. I'm your host, Whitney Walker, and today I'm here with a solo episode as a little accoutrement to my interview with Dr. Jen Sylvester, physical therapist. I wanted to take some of the ideas that we hit on and go a little deeper with them as they're extremely pertinent to the concept around Women Waken, the idea about working towards and achieving a harmonious relationship with our bodies, with our self, with our expectations, treating ourselves well, being kind to ourselves. So for this solo episode, I get into how we can lean more towards the side of taking care of ourselves and looking towards health, how the best diet and exercise are the ones that are sustainable so that you can have longevity with them. So I hope you enjoy this little offering. Hello, I'm here again for another solo episode that is a follow-up to my interview episode with Dr. Jen Sylvester that aired this past Wednesday. Dr. Jen is a physical therapist, and she and I talked a lot about many different areas of individual and a woman's life related to their physical being. Body image, listening to your body, physical activity, social connection, lifestyles, all that affect how well our body's doing, how our body will age, how we will feel, how we will look. Interestingly, when I went back and reviewed the topics and edited the episode, I realized that even though she is a physical therapist, a lot of what we're talking about was not focusing too much on the physical and recognizing more the emotional and mental impact that our day-to-day lifestyle, actions, activity, conduct, how those things impact us. So we were looking more really at the internal versus the physical, which is a theme for my show, is what's really actually happening for our wellness, for our well-being, based on what we're engaging in, what we're focused on, how we live our lives, how we conduct ourselves. So what interests me is, for one, we talked a little bit about body image. And I've spoken to this on my episodes around body image and eating disorders, which is when we're thinking about how we are, what our diet is, how we are eating, what we're consuming, how do you make that shift from doing it based on a motivation of how will I look versus how will I feel? How will this impact my health? And again, that is seen in each area that I talked about with Dr. Jen. So that's why I wanted to break it down and explore it further. So with body image, Jen and I talked about how so often when we jump on a new diet or a new workout routine or regiment or program, we're mostly thinking about 
quick results, impressive results. There's nothing wrong with that, right? I'm a big believer there's nothing inherently wrong with wanting to look your best and feel your best. The question is this, the underlying repercussions that come with anything, with diet change or activity changes. Is this sustainable? That's a huge question. Most diets and most workout programs are not sustainable. That's why we have all these jokes about how people start these New Year resolutions. We kick off the new year and we're like, I'm going to go to the gym six days a week for an hour. I'm going to run 10 miles a day. I'm going to eat only fruits and vegetables and lean proteins. And then we realize, oh, I don't want to do that every day. Sometimes I want to go and eat out with my friends. Sometimes I want to splurge. Sometimes I want desserts. Sometimes I'm too tired to go to the gym. If I go to the gym every day, I'm exhausted. My body starts breaking down. So that's another thing Jen and I talked about was we might have all these lofty ideas and goals, but are we listening to our body regarding those goals, right? Jen and I spoke to people who like to do intense sports, like running marathons or maybe skiing or mountain climbing. All fantastic. But we have to ask, is our body agreeable to these activities? Because some people just have bodies that aren't made for this. Jen speaks to how she tried to be a runner and pushed to push her body and she kept getting the same inflammation and repercussions in her body. So it's not to say that people can't explore these things or do them, but the body is often the collateral to our pursuits, right? It, it takes the collateral damage, which is we say, I don't care what my body type is. I don't care what diet is best for my, me personally, which there's a whole movement, right, around, I don't know if the word is holistic eating, but like eating for your unique body and chemistry, right? That's why now they do a lot of food <laughs> allergy tests to see what things are just not compatible with your body? What things do you have allergens to or reactions to? What causes inflammation? Inflammation is a huge problem, usually the source of a lot of the physical symptoms that we have, right? Whether it's like fatigue or not having sustainable energy or feeling bloated, it's often because of what we're consuming, right? But again, we very commonly will push down what our body is telling us. Like, shh, just, just go along with this. Don't worry. But our body is, a, is part of our being. It's the most loyal servant we'll ever have. It will go to the ends of the earth to keep us alive and keep us going. If you stop for a second to think about how hard our body is working 24 hours a day, it is literally like an entire factory of the most intricate sustaining actions that you can imagine. I mean, from your blood vessels, your bloodstream, your breathing and your muscles and your tendons and everything is just working to keep you functioning. And it will go as hard as you wanted to, but you just have to ask, do I want to push my body that hard? So I just wanted to speak to this because I think I know I've been there. When I was deep in an eating disorder, I would try to work out two hours a day. Sometimes I try to go like five hours a day if I'd had a bad binge. I mean, I was, I was not well. I was not treating myself well. I was not treating my body well. I was not well emotionally or mentally. All I could think about was that goal, right? Don't gain weight. Lose this weight. Get thinner, thinner, thinner. That was my mindset at the time. I was in my teens and 20s. So you feel like you're invincible, right? But you're not. And, and the things that we do to our bodies in our teens and 20s 
will show up in often later on in life, right? They can manifest as early arthritis or different joint pains and problems in your body. So this is not meant to be like a, a threat or anything. It's just a, a conversation, right? A discussion around why is it important to see someone like a ther- physical therapist? Why is it important to be mindful of what our body is telling us and how we treat our bodies and then how to respond to it, right? So that was the other part as we talked about listening to your body. So in terms of, let's say we try this new workout routine. Maybe we want to, we look at people who are doing a lot of strength training. Strength training is amazing, right? It's so good for your body. A lot of studies are showing now that the more strength training you do, the lower your risk of Alzheimer's because it just generates so much energy throughout your body, fresh oxygen, fresh blood flow, because your muscles are such a powerful system throughout your body and they help all the functioning. (laughs) So strength training is great, but if we're trying to push ourselves like we see other people doing, this intensity, this deadlifting stuff and... I don't know all the terms. I'm clearly not a weightlifter yet. We have to be aware of whether that works for us. What does work for us? I tend to like isometrics. So just sort of like using your own body weight to build muscle, push-ups, planks, just different forms of really building muscle that way. But weightlifting can be incredible. But listen to your body. If you start having a hard time walking around, I mean, of course, there's going to be some muscle fatigue and soreness. That's natural. That's your, when you're weightlifting, you're literally ripping your muscles so they can rebuild stronger. But it could be injurious. It could be problematic. So listening, if you try to push yourself to be a, a long distance runner, but your body just doesn't seem to like it and is continuously getting injuries, it's important to look at that. Then there's also the idea around aging and social connection that I wanted to get into. So aside from body image and listening to your body, that's like one realm of it. That's like trying to determine what is my best workout and diet that's most conducive to me in the long term. And then what is the long term? Well, long term is also impacted by your day-to-day lifestyle, right? It's not just how you work out and eat. It's also how you live day-to-day. Jen and I talked about like our posture and how we sit and how we're moving around the world in our lives because that is impactful as well. Everything from like your posture, like where your neck is. If you go to see someone like a physical therapist, they will point out that sometimes we carry our head a little bit forward and it causes hunch in our back and we need to keeping your shoulders back. All these things helps keep our body in alignment, which impacts how we walk. How we walk is a huge part of how our body is feeling and functioning. So all of these, even though it's a lot to think about, are important because what you do every day adds up towards how you feel in the long term. And again, we close talking about aging well. That's a big part of physical therapy is like, hey, I know this isn't that much fun to have to get to the nitty gritty of like your posture and your movement and the best exercise for you and using different muscles and such. However, it has a big impact on how we're going to end up when we're in our elderly years. And we all want to age well, right? We all want to be that 70-year-old that's still kicking and on the dance floor at the wedding. I know I do. (laughs) But I think we all want to feel our best as long as possible. Of course, a no-brainer is avoiding the big things that we know are carcinogens and not good for our body. Of course, there's smoking, stuff like that. Again, not to be like a 
this isn't meant to be a judgment, whatever your lifestyle that's yours, but just recognize that every action has consequences and repercussions. They can be more positive consequences, more positive results, right? Which is that when you eat a healthier diet with more nutrients and vitamins, then your body is going to be aging well. You get a lot of antioxidants, right? In your food. Things like berries and leafy greens are really good for your skin, for your hair, for your, all of that stuff. So all this to say, there's a lot to be mindful of when it comes to the connection between the mind, the body, and the emotions. It's important to treat ourselves well. And as a multifaceted person, it's not just one area, right? Also, it's important to almost think of the way that we act and the person that we are, a partnership, right? Like that desire, again, to like go out and do a super strenuous workout routine that's sort of your aspirations, but your aspirational self has to check in with your actual self, right? Which is like, hey, does this work for my body? Does this work for me mentally? Does this work for me emotionally? If I'm working out an hour a day, I exhaust myself. I find that I'm sore and tired all the time, that I stop, I start losing interest in what I'm doing. I find myself wanting to skip workouts. Then maybe it's not the right fit. We want to engage in physical activity that brings us joy on a regular basis, continuously, right? Not something that we shoot off and at first we're all gung-ho and enthusiastic about it, but then we were like, I don't think I can sustain this. Same with eating, as I was saying in the beginning. So we want to have that conversation of, this is what I'd love to do. Are you on board, body? Are you on board, brain? My, my mental health, will it follow along? And if the answer is no, or if we discover that the answer is no, it's important to listen. Because when we push it, that's when it gets to an abuse of our body, right? An overuse, an overextension of ourselves to, towards a greater gain that we think we really want. And it doesn't mean it's not for us or that we can't have it. But again, just having that awareness around, is this a good fit for me? Is this contributing to my longevity, towards my graceful aging, towards health next year in later life. And again, back to the diet and exercise thing. Another thing that Jen and I talked about is that the most powerful thing is a thing you can do consistently every day. And I shared with Jen that I try to, I have things every day that I make sure I incorporate in my diet and in my workout, which is again, like isometrics, like making sure I do push-ups and planks every day and squats, no exception. And that I always have fruits and vegetables and some, some other nutrients and antioxidants daily. Because then even if, let's say that I'm going to go out and have a big old celebratory feast, I know that I still already got my vitamins and my nutrients in the morning. And not to say that's like a cure-all, but it's just good to have consistency. If you do push-ups every single day for five years, you're going to end up with a higher baseline of strength than if you again, take off and do like two months of heavy training and then get injured and are scared away from strength training at all. So the answer, as always, is somewhat moderation, right? Like moderating to a point to something that is sustainable. So I guess even more important than the word moderation is sustainability, longevity for your health of mind, body, 
and soul and recognizing that we can't separate one from the other and making sure that it's aligned with our values. Because just sort of, I talk a lot in my show about how people seek things externally, right? For validation, for approval, for to be labeled successful. So we're like, oh, I need to achieve this physical feat because then I'll be worthy and valuable. But I mean, it's fascinating if you listen to some of the documentaries that they've done on Olympic champions, they will say that they were so lost and depressed post gold medal, post fame and glory, because they didn't, that wasn't them. That was their physical feat. That was their physical achievement. But we are not our physical self. That's, we work, we work in cohesion. So when you move with your soul, with your body, with your mind, and you achieve great things, you're going to feel fulfilled on all levels. But when it's only about your body and trying to prove something, once it's done, you realize it wasn't anything. It was just a physical feat. Without that emotional fulfillment, without that emotional connection, collaboration with what you're doing physically, it doesn't mean a lot. So just offering this because this is what got going in my brain after that episode. It got me thinking about what would my big achievement be? What are the things that I'd like to grow into and stretch into in terms of physical exploration and achievements that are aligned with me that can be sustainable? I hope that's helpful for you as well to begin thinking about. And I offer to you that if you find yourself in a place of confusion around what's best for my body, or if you're wondering, is what I'm doing healthy? Is this in a safe place? I have several episodes related to eating, body, health. And you can also contact me directly as this is the work I do through therapy and coaching. I'd love to hear from all of you what your thoughts are on some of the suggestions I give around finding the right body type for yourself, the right diet, the right exercise routine to respect our bodies and what they tell us about things that are just not the right fit. My website is womenwaken.com. My email is Whitney at womenwaken.com. And also, I'd just be happy to talk. And I would love to know what you'd like to hear more about in future solo episodes. If you liked this or if you'd rather hear something else. So best wishes to all of you. Take care. That wraps up. Thank you so much for listening to the Women Waken podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please do share it with others and come back for more. If anything you heard resonates, leave a review or send me an email at Whitney at womenwaken.com and check out the website, womenwaken.com. Have a wonderful rest of your day. Don't forget to let your light shine and to keep an eye out for your special gifts and magic.